And welcome to another edition of the Promo Music Roundtable. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. Get to the other two fine gentlemen here in just a second. But first, I want to thank our sponsor and promo show. We've got over 150 different suppliers on there and over 500 distributors uh, uh, visiting every single day. And so it's a really, really cool tool. Again, as we're starting to open things back up, it's been a wonderful tool to connect everybody in, this, in the industry during this time. And it's going to continue to be that wonderful tool. So if you're not sure how to use promo show, head over to the promo show Facebook page on Facebook because that's why it's called a promo show Facebook page. There's a video that Brandon Petrich did right there. Very easy to uh, use. It's not threatening. It's very good, engaging environment. And we've got some great things planned for you coming up in the coming weeks. So stay tuned for that. So thank you to our good friends at Promo Show. That's promoshow.com. It's the entire industry virtually. You're not going to be sorry you did. So with me, as always, are my friends. Uh, I've got Jason Noakes. Hello, Jason. How are you? Hey, Bill. Thanks for having me. Uh, always. And I've got my pal, uh, David Schultz. David, how are you? Hello, Jason. Hello, Eddie. I, ha- I am wearing my Eddie Van Halen work shirt today. You are. All right. So the topic today, we wanted to bring, first of all, everybody, cheers. I'm having a Tank 7. I'm having a local uh, Kansas City beer. Cheers. I'm having uh, Uinta. Okay. My good buddy, Jeremy. <clears throat> awesome. And, oh, it has and, a Kansas City connection just from abroad. But he is in mountain time zone now, so wow. Awesome. All yes. right, so I'm going to um, I'm going to show my screen here. So, well, first of all, our topic is band merchandise. So we want to bring together the worlds of music and promo and collide them. Music, promo, collide. That was the discussion. Music, promo, collide. Well, unfortunately, neither Jason nor Dave spent a ton of time on this. Well, Dave said he did. Jason has not. So I, A little bit. A little yeah. bit. All right. So here's the thing with band merchandise. I think because we're all in this industry Mm -hmm. and we know what this t-shirt costs. Yeah. It's hard. We probably have a hard time more so than others buying merchandise at concerts these days, given what they charge for a t-shirt at a concert. Yeah. I I completely, I completely get that. So I'm going to share my screen right now and I have a little PowerPoint prepared. Hopefully everybody can see that. Um, Can you see my screen at all? Or is it still just me? No, we see it. We see all the curse words. All right. So this is the band merchandise uh, deck. So like when I was thinking about band tour or something, I don't know. Uh, there's pure fucking metal though. Can't go wrong with that. Um, <laughs> first official F bomb on this podcast. So um, when I thought about the bands that really have done merchandise well, I, I'm kind of out of touch with current bands doing it well. And, and I could have researched that on the internet, but I thought that's kind of disingenuous. So actually what I thought about are bands that have done it really well. And the first band I thought about was uh, the Beatles. The Beatles really were the originals. We'll get to Kiss in a minute. Trust me, folks. We're getting to Kiss because they've Ooh, yeah. mastered it. But the Beatles started off with buttons, very simple buttons. Official Beatles fan. You see the Fab Four right there, right? Mm-hmm. And then they went to more traditional promotional products. We've got a official ballpoint pen right there. We've got a set of four Beatles drinking glasses. I bet those would fetch a pretty penny these days. Notebooks. Got John, Paul, George, and Ringo, of course. Man, then you starts, are, you're sorry? covering a lot of categories in our industry, aren't you? I, I am. Dave, this is a very promo-friendly podcast, if it were. Excellent. Um, 
Who are the manufacturers though? Come on. Oh, this is a lot of these were just really small companies. Now here's, here's something that starts getting a little weird. Paint your own beetle in a sensational <laughs> real life oil portrait. Um, uh. I'm pretty sure it wouldn't turn out as good as the covers, but I thought that was a interesting one. How about a Beatles board game? They should have partnered with Bob Ross for that one. That's right. How about Flip Your Wig, the board game? Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a good one. Now it starts to get a little weird because we get into – this is like 1965 right now as we're talking about. Personal products. How about some Beatles hairspray? <laughs> it's crystal clear and of the finest quality, and it brushes out instantly. Of course, if you want to have that – uh, Beatles talcum powder from Margot of Mayfair. You can get that. And then with the Beatles perfume. And then on the right side of your screen, you see the oh-so-fabulous Beatles stockings. Nice. Wow. I had Got no idea. Oh, it gets worse. How about cake toppers? I've never seen anything more creepy in my entire life than the Beatles cake toppers. The swingers. And they're all on hoverboards. They, they are all on hoverboards. Except Ringo's, it looks like he's got two hoverboards. Swingers. <laughs> so as creepy as this is, I like how it says picture approximates the contents <laughs> of the package. We're not sure. Um, now we're going to get creepy. Who likes Halloween? You boys like Halloween, don't you? <laughs> what little child would want to dress up as a beetle in the mid-60s? Not if you had to wear that. <laughs> Is that Michael Myers? I think it's John Wayne Gacy. I'm not sure, but it's pretty wow. creepy. Um, I do like the attention of detail of the clown suit, the B buttons, which I assume stand for brutally awful cont uh, uh, costume. Probably stands for Beatles, but that was a bad joke. And then <laughs> it get, the last thing, Beatles, yes, the infamous Beatles wig. Oh get your own Beatle wig for only two ninety eight. the short hair or the long hair stage? Um, mid. I think mid. Okay. Wow, the Beatles are here. So they really paved the way for, of course, Kiss. Mm. Yes. So Kiss has a long and rich history of, how do I put this delicately, whoring themselves out for any possible product known to man. So we all know about the KISS. Uh, I was a member of the KISS Army. So I was an original member of the KISS Army. Dave, were you a member of the KISS Army? You know, officially I was not. I was uh, not. Jason, what about you? No, I was not either. So I did have a KISS Army patch at one point, And they sold all manner of stuff as a kid. But I wanted to focus on the weird shit that they actually have. These are at, So we all know about the KISS coffin. Um, Jason and I were talking before that uh, both Vinnie Paul and Dimebag Daryl from Pantera – are buried in a kiss casket. Um, Dimebag Daryl actually is uh, is buried with Eddie Van Halen's original uh, yellow and black guitar from Van Halen 2, but that's a quick side thing. Hey, who likes Christmas? Who doesn't want a Gene Simmons nutcracker? Yes. I want to see that in action. Um, you know, if you want to keep the day straight, it's very hard these days, right, to tell what's one day from the next. How about a Gene Simmons tongue per day calendar? <laughs> that may be the funniest one I've seen there. Uh, nice. Of course, when you're bored during quarantine, you can get your Kiss beer pong table. Which, you know, and that's got to be just in the last decade or so because beer pong hasn't been around all that long. Has yeah, it? it's if you've noticed, it's for the end of their world, uh, end of the world uh, tour. Oh, nice. That got canceled. Um, but you need to take a break. You want a snack? How about a cookie from the Gene Simmons cookie jar? 
Um, though uh, this is this blew my mind, and I think actually, Jason, you might have one of these behind you. Do you have Mr. Potato Head uh, yeah. kiss dolls? No, it's not Mr. Potato Head. It's just a. It's a good old bobblehead. Oh, say bobblehead, Ace Frehley bobblehead. Very nice. Yeah. Um, if you want to relax and watch a video, who could forget Scooby Doo and Kiss? Um, <laughs> I can't believe this went straight to DVD because uh, <laughs> it looks amazing. And then, of course, after a long night, you want to get cozy with your loved one. Why not a kiss condom? Because it is tongue lubricated. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, someone I shared this with someone earlier, and they pointed out to me, hey, aren't tongues already lubricated? It's <laughs> a good point. And I think we'll just move on from there. Um, so I went a little different here. McFarlane Toys. So Todd McFarlane is, is an artist. He produced a really high quality line of toys from 1997 until about 2008 of rock stars. And I had some of these, but they got lost in one of my moves. So the first one they came out with were Kiss. Very realistic. Super realistic. Do you remember these, Jason? You might have one, Jason. Uh, hold on. <laughs> that, <that's... laughs> he's, he's going into the archives. <laughs> yep, there you go. That's, that's oh, the original boy. one. Nice. But they did, they did things other than Kiss. So this is a, they did the Beatles cartoon. Beatles had a cartoon, but they did action figures for that. Then they went deeper in the 60s. The Janis Joplin one, that Hendrix one, looks amazing. Nice. Um, that's their Slash, uh, Angus Young from ACDC. And then my favorite, Elvis, the Elvis ones. Um, and this is the one I really want. So, folks, if you're looking to get me a gift, please find the Elvis with the giant cape no, from Aloha from Hawaii. There is somebody out there that collects these just like people that collect mm -hmm. Hummel figurines or annual Hallmark Christmas ornaments or whatever yeah. it might be. So, somebody I, out there collecting all of these. I may or may not have gone down a YouTube or a uh, eBay rabbit hole for a while today, but oh boy. we'll talk about that later. What about what about, uh, well, maybe I'll let you keep talking. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention my favorite band. Now, I, I put this here for one reason, one reason only. The stripes on the guitar are one of the most iconic things in hard rock music. You know that, if you know that type of music, you know this guitar instantly. And I think Van Halen's done a really good job of licensing it out to a guy named Jeff Hausman who runs Van Halen store. It's all licensed through Van Halen. But they've got, if you want to dress up, you get the Van Halen necktie. If you want to dress down, you got the Van Halen flip-flops. Or wear them both. Or wear them both. You can even get them in the original black and, and white or the yellow and black. You want to go skateboarding? Why not? EVH skateboard. I may or may not have all three of these swim trunks. <laughs> Again, uh, I, I, it's really not for this oh, discussion here. Um mm -hmm. How about a bar stool or license plate holder? I and I may or may not have a license Texting plate holder as we and, speak. Yeah, I may or may not have the license plate holder and the uh, the sneakers. Definitely have, to have the sneakers. Also has a whole line of uh, guitar effects and guitar things. So I thought I think they do a really nice job again with the branding of. If we're talking about branding in, in this podcast and music, I think Van Halen and these this stuff does a really nice job of protecting that intellectual property of the stripes. And in pushing those things forward. So the last one I want to talk about was Devo because this is a really good tie to our industry now. I think Devo just has a really cool yes. look. I've always liked this, and I'm sure Dave knows where I'm going. You can always <laughs> get a T-shirt, right? You can get socks. I have ah, oh, Dave. I have an Dave has an energy dome. So they're going into PPE. They have masks. I have an energy dome, but you can also get it now with a face shield. Yes, yes that's right. That is Sweet. correct. 
so those are that's kind of what I picked for my uh, my things talking about uh, talking about PPE or talking about the the music and promo. There's so much good stuff out there, and I think what's interesting is it goes beyond the simple concert T-shirt because that's always what I think about when I think about promo in music is the t-shirt and i remember getting t-shirts from eight, the 80s when i used to go to concerts you know as a kid and how wafer thin those t-shirts were remember oh, yeah. i mean they were like see-through so that's it that's what i've got are we, are we done is that the end of the podcast Good. i can skip over half of mine then that's great i think dave wants to go next dave wants to go next <laughs> all right I'll i should have brought my energy dome out i i really that's sad i actually dressed up as diva one year for halloween so did you? Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do this. Okay. Close this. Uh, Looking good. Oh, you like that first slide, do you? I do. Oh, God. Yes. Hey, we both went Mr. Potato Head. I know. There is some overlap here, most definitely, but you cannot, you cannot talk about bands and merchandising without talking about Kiss. You covered this. Uh, some of the ones you didn't mention, let's see, there's Pez dispensers in there. Um, that is a Happy Meal up there. There was a Happy Meal for a, give, a period of time with mm-hmm. Kiss on the boxes. All kinds of stuff in there. You can't uh, – and that actually – the funny thing is that that umbrella down there actually looks like one of our trade shows almost. So I don't know if that's one of our suppliers that maybe did that umbrella. I couldn't tell in the picture. Yeah. Some of the ones – you know, from – I don't really know who the bands are with the best merchandise – is R. I just know some of the merchandise I bought over the years, and you're right. It was usually T-shirts yeah, or this silly hat, which, you know, in my defense, this was purchased for a Halloween costume one year and not just for general everyday wearing. Um, but I think I mentioned this. One of the bands, we talked about bands that were important to us in college and stuff, Trip Shakespeare. They did a lot of unique things with um, releasing all their music on Translucent. Not, not unique in the world, but for bands of that stature and, you know, on the college circuit, releasing all their music on translucent vinyl, things like that. Their design, whoever they had designing their t-shirts was doing some really cool stuff. Um, you know, I know everybody who was a pseudo punk fan back in the eighties probably had a black flag t-shirt. I would say Joe, Joe Haley just chimed in. He has a black flag t-shirt. Excellent. Good. Um, Ramones for sure was up there. The Rolling Stone t-shirts were classic. Um, the talking that was the one I got at the talking head show back in the day. That was great. So for me, it was like, it was t-shirts, it was posters, things like that. Um, funny enough, I was on the phone this morning with, with Bobby Lee Hugh, uh, wrapping up some stuff for, for Thursday's cute kind of home thing. And, and mm-hmm. so we got on this topic cause I'm just like, I don't even know. And you know, if you know Bobby, he probably didn't strike you as somebody that's often wearing concert t-shirts, but he's like, hold on, I'll be back in a second. And he runs, back and somewhere in his apartment comes back with this t-shirt and he's like, this is the one concert t-shirt that he still likes and wears. It's very subtle in the way it's done, right? It's yeah. the Springsteen's Thunder Road 75 t-shirt on the front. It just has a line from the song, which is great. I got this guitar and learned how to make it talk. That was one. The other one I thought was even funnier is in his kitchen. Yeah. He has, yes. The, the, it, the, the picture's not as disturbing as you might think. He has this tea towel that is from a Nick Cave concert. <laughs> Nick Cave was selling these tea towels in his merch tables and it's, it hangs in his kitchen. He uses it to dry dishes and it's a hand drawn drawing from Nick Cave where it's talking about, you know, exploit your imperfections. And if you look at this drawing, this self portrait of himself, it's like skinny legs, long neck, small chin, you know, whatever. So I just thought it was kind of funny that Bobby has these things in his house and these are some band merchandise he bought at shows that he liked. 
You know, it's interesting. Before you were showing uh, some logos and stuff, and maybe we'll after way at the end of this, we can talk about some cool band logos. Kind of wrap yeah. this up too. So go ahead, Devo. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I won't belabor this one because you already covered it. But for sure, uh, and it's funny because I already had this in here. And this morning, um, Danny or somebody, at Brandy Rosen posted, did. Yeah, yeah, he posted on Facebook that Devo's currently winning the war of COVID nineteen related merchandise because of the masks and the uh, the energy domes with the face masks. In fact, a good friend of mine who's a drummer and a dentist, uh, my dentist as a matter of fact, texted me this weekend. He's like, oh my God, did you see these? I'm going to get these so I can start treating my patients again next week. So I thought that was funny. And uh, yes, over the years, um, I've kind of forced my Devo merchandise fetish onto my young son from the time he was very young. I will say he doesn't wear these anymore. He's a teenager now and doesn't really right. care anything I ask him to wear but yeah the uh, if you the other thing I thought was interesting that kind of overlaps with our industry and some of the things we've been doing that I think is fantastic are all the bands out there now making masks but they're donating all the proceeds to really good um, yeah charities and such like this one I saw out there all the masks are, the proceeds are going to World Health Organization that's from the doors there's another company out there doing all kinds of bands and they're supporting uh, relief for music industry professionals and musicians that are kind of out of work at the moment I thought that was really cool, uh, and yes, KISS is doing this as well, and they're donating the, all the proceeds to their masks to the Glo Global Relief Fund for live music crews, which is great, because obviously none of the live music crews are working at the moment. That almost sounded like the human fund from George Costanza there for just a second. kind of did, didn't it? And my favorite mask out there right now, the Lionel Richie mask. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the proceeds of which are going to Feeding America, which Very I nice. thought was fantastic. Um, and then speaking of off-kilter merchandise bands are putting out, I know other bands have done this, but I just saw the announcement this week that Chris Daughtry has his own beer coming out this month. Yay! So you can go drink your favorite band merchandise these days, which is fantastic. Um, and then before I quit, I just said, like, for me, it's T-shirts and posters and stuff. So mm -hmm. in my office, I've got a few posters. I've got a poster... From Berlin, signed by Terry Nunn herself. Very nice. And then um, one concert that occurred in my basement, Jason Oaks was actually here, was Mike Doty, the living room tour, when he came and played living rooms. So I that's believe awesome. Jason was here for that concert. So that's when it – for me, it's T-shirts, cool T-shirts, posters, things like that. I've got on my own band's T-shirt today in honor of this webinar – podcast, whatever you call this, Bill. I don't yeah. know what you call this. See, I, I love that, Dave. That was some great stuff. I'm saying I'm just a sucker for the stripes. Like, there's my mouse pad. I like the stripes. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. It's just one of those cool things. And I do have the shoes. I've got a bunch of that. Now, that, was, now that you have the shoes and yeah. the guitar and the shirt. Yes. When are we going to hear eruption out of those fingers ears on that guitar? Oh, any day now. No. Close. So close. So close. I'm just working on the hammer-ons just a little bit. So not right. quite Fair enough. for prime enough just yet. Okay. I got All right, Jason. Let's see your PowerPoint, buddy. Let's go. Do not have the PowerPoint. <laughs> no. Um, first of all, have either of you guys been to the KISS Mini Golf in Vegas at the Rio? I have not. No. It is actually very, very cool. And so if Is you're a remotely a KISS fan, the coolest thing about it, you know, we went there, we took the kids there because there's something to do in Vegas. And which, but I left there. It's, it's it really cool. But along the walls, somebody has painted the entire history of KISS throughout the whole um, 18 holes. 
And so anyway, so it's very cool. And of course you can buy tons and tons of stuff. So um, the other one, we talked about McFarland, but the other, the other company crushing it, I think is Funko. Mm-hmm. So if you can yeah. tell who this is, it's sort of music related. It's definitely, it's more, it's cow- a, it's more cowbell. I would say that's Will Ferrell. Yeah, more cowbell. But Funko, you know, if you go to, especially if you go to a, like a Comic-Con or something, and the guys, that, you know, the vendors and stuff that sell that stuff, it's insane how many Funkos. There's Funkos for everything. Yeah, for you sure. You can't believe it. Um, no, the, the only other thing is uh, the, the thing that I found out about and I was oblivious to for my entire life until about two or three years ago is uh, the the – the gig posters that the major bands uh, mm-hmm. produce and they, they commission a poster for every show of their tour and it's done by different artists. And I talk about a rabbit hole. I went, it's like an entire weekends. I lost a couple winters ago looking at these uh, posters. And so I started collecting, I started getting the ones like uh, if you remember when I held up tickets, uh, you know, that we, I took my boys to, so I tracked down the, the uh, commissioned, paintings or artwork for those shows dave i have your uh i have the uh doty one sitting there up on the wall so hand signed but but to me that those are amazing because every single one of them is different so yeah i was actually going to mention that i just kind of ran out of time but foo fighters does that different poster for every show every city which is super cool yeah well most all almost all bands do it which is was what i did not realize and i i got I got onto it because of Foo Fighters and Queens of the Stone Age, but yeah. um, you know, Black Sabbath. Uh, my son and I went to see Black Sabbath on their um, final tour, if it's the final tour. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, those are it's wasn't, amazing. Wasn't so. the foo, was was it the Foo Fighters that were the first one to ever come out with the um, the knit Christmas sweater too? Didn't they? Oh, they, crap. They, they were SNL or something one year. I think so. Yeah. Now you see them all over the place, but that was kind of unique. And that's the- what I should have worn. I have my Queens of the Stone Age, um, horribly <laughs> PC incorrect um, Christmas sweater. That's what I should have worn. Maybe I did not, by more. the way, uh, mention any of the Marilyn Manson uh, merchandise in my presentation. But if you want to go down that rabbit hole, go take a yeah, look. It's a little salty. Yeah, I, I almost did that, and I was like, this is not – the farthest I can go is a, you know, kiss condom with a tongue-lubricated situation. Anyway, no, I do not have a uh, PowerPoint. I'm sorry. That's okay. So let me ask you guys this. It's not mandatory. It's just – it's optional. So we all went to concerts, especially as we were kids. What What's your first – memory of getting that t-shirt at a show because I remember going to concerts right and you'd get there as early as possible and you you wouldn't stand in line at the merch booth you'd hover because you want to see what everybody else is buying and I like that shirt but I don't know that one's pretty cool and all of them horrifically overpriced by the way and there's I mean, a lot of pressure too to buy it. I mean a lot get, of pressure well that was in that line you got to buy you got to make a decision well, and that was proof you went to the concert, right? That was your proof at school the next day. Um, I remember the the hardest one I ever had to pick was when I saw um, when I saw ACDC. They had so many cool shirts, yeah, and I just fun. didn't know which one to get. And, and finally, by the time I decided, I got up there, they were sold out in your size. So I had to settle for option B, you know, which is always womp womp. But but what about you guys? What, what do you think about when you were younger? 
Well, I had, I, I, we talked about first concerts before and my very, very first one was the Scorpions. And it was those bands of that era, the hair bands that, you know, today I think, well, I don't, I don't assume this about anybody, but for me, um, I prefer the more subtle understated merchandise, you know? And it was those, I think it was like those hair bands of the eighties where all of a sudden it was like, we're going to silk screen this in 42 different colors. And it's like this thick. And so I had that scorpions t-shirt from that first show that was, you know, could probably stand up by itself. Um, and then I had one from Duran Duran that was much more understated and classic, but those were my very first concert t-shirts. Jason, what about you? Oh, I had a Kiss shirt, of course. Of course. I didn't buy it at the concert, but I had to have it. Yeah, they were already out of makeup by the time I uh -huh. was buying Kiss shirts. So, And I had a shirt, you know, first concert, I had to get my Rat t-shirt. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what happened to that, but... Um, you should have yeah, worn no, it. No, I tried to go a little... Should have worn it the night you guys opened for Rat a few years back. It might not have fit. <laughs> it it would have been a midriff. <laughs> Nothing wrong. They're coming back, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I remember do you remember the quality we were talking about this before we came on the quality of the shirts were so horrible I remember once I got a uh, Elton John shirt I think it must have been 1987 when I saw Elton John and it was it, you could see through both sides like I mean it's like translucent how horrible it was and I think I spent 30 bucks on it yeah and that was 1987 and then we went the full opposite direction and you had the Haynes beefy tee for years yeah that was a quarter of an inch thick yeah, and then, and then we went full circle back the other way to these, you know, micro burn tees and such. Um, and now the thicker ones are coming back a little bit. Are Let's they? See who comes out with what? Yes. Hmm. And by the way, I forgot to mention this. I meant to mention if you if you actually go to Bandcamp.com right now, there's an entire page dedicated to artists and labels who are selling merchandise to give back to COVID-19 efforts. I thought that's was actually really cool. Yeah. We've got a comment on uh, Facebook. First concert was deep. First concert t-shirt, deep purple. This is from Brett Schaefer. Deep purple. Most recent concert t-shirt, Ariana Grande. I, I don't know really what to make of that to be very That's keen. quite the span, Brett. That really is. What's the yeah. oldest piece of actual band merchandise that you bought that you still own. What's the oldest piece? Ooh. Ooh. That is a good question. Looking around here. <laughs> and then there was silence. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. I think That's the oldest piece I have, I do have uh, from 1988 somewhere upstairs a Monsters of Rock t-shirt from the tour it was kingdom come yes. and then it was metallica dokken day's beloved scorpions and then the mighty van halen so i do have that somewhere from I still have a guitar i still have a guitar pick from a cheap trick concert but it wasn't merch that i bought I thought I had an Iron Band hand fan right here but i can't find it <laughs> <laughs> i have an iron band t-shirt no, mine's a hand fan. I know. I'm just saying. I, we're all fans yeah. of Iron Band. They get a little hot hey. working. Yeah, so like, yes. not there's not many bands. I will say there's not many bands out there that have done hand fans as merchandise. But when you are when you play in a band that plays a lot of marathons in really hot weather, hand fans were fun to hand out to the people that were standing around, the spectators and stuff. Especially well, when you – So here's the thing. So, Dave, so uh, obviously we know Brando – and they've done guitars for us when we were at DC. 
and I've done other guitars. So how many guitars have you, has Brando made for you through, uh, for like to give big slick or, uh, they've done one. They've done one almost every year for big slick. Um, I don't know how many. Wow. And we, we do, we use them in our, um, our online, our silent auction every year, which has been great. Uh, I did this one just because I needed some some common skew stuff behind me in this clustered wall that needed some common Would skew. Would you like to see my high school reunion guitar that I made? <laughs> if you'd like to show, this could be show and tell. Okay, let me go. Show and tell. Um, we, we only yeah, had, we, we had one brand in the old Perma Corner office, and you actually played mm -hmm. it, Dave. We had a brand of guitar. Um, uh, guitar. So I've always it's done the one. Yeah, it's an interesting niche in our industry for sure. It's not uh, not something you see everywhere, but it's a it's a cool idea. Oh, very cool. The Pittsburgh Purple Dragons, nineteen eighty nine. That was your five. mascot, the Purple Dragons. Paranoid, yeah. the ultra creative band name from high school. You always have to be name it, you know. The other one was Infinity, so we <laughs> 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 a little better. Yeah, so so yeah, can't forget uh, uh, the instruments and the the suppliers in our industry doing those and here's how many other bands have done beer do you guys know the questions of this custom um, brand i know who the blowfist oh that's cool um .com. I'm, there was a supplier doing these that's very cool is it just foam yeah it's foam i have a kiss one of course that's very cool um i know hooting the blowfish did some beer um, I know Iron Maiden did a beer. Iron Maiden did some. Metallica's done a beer. Yeah, I've yeah, had the Trooper. That's actually Trooper. pretty good stuff. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I was surprised. They didn't come up in our discussion of merchandise, but man, whoever There's did a, their art was very interesting. This is uh, Flaming Lips. Flaming yeah. Lips. The Dogfish. I almost did. I almost did mm -hmm. Iron Maiden in the Todd McFarlane section of mine, Dave, um, because he did a whole series on Eddie, which is the Iron Maiden mascot, that kind of creepy skeleton looking dude. For people who don't know, not done by Brando. This not. was a friend, a friend of mine from college who was the singer of my high school band, is an artist. And if you ever saw the Flaming Lips on tour a few years back, uh, he did their whole drum kit. And so I sent him this guitar body and said, "Hey, paint my guitar." And this is what he came up with. It's a little, it's a little disturbing if you look at it closely. But. It's a lot disturbing. Don't sell yourself short. It's terribly disturbing. <laughs> but yeah, so for a while, uh, the the Flaming Lips drummer, who actually was from this area, uh, lived up in Lawrence near the University of Kansas for a while. His whole drum kit was painted by by Mark Tweed, the artist who did that guitar for me. Awesome. We really got off topic. This has been but great. That's okay. This has been a good conversation. We, did, well, we talked about all kind of band merchandise, all kind of music merchandise, and I think it's a good place to uh, to stop. Uh, I, this is fun. It was actually fun putting together the PowerPoint. I went down a rabbit hole and I actually wasn't going to put Van Halen in there. And I decided, you know, I think those stripes are iconic enough and I think they've done a good job. Not, you know, you look at kiss and, and you know, it's silly that what they will put their name on. And then you look at, I never thought I'd accuse Van Halen of being tasteful considering, you know, they've had 17 lead singers, but I think they've done a nice job with their brand. What 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 people sure. recognize is that Van Halen brand. I think they've done a good job with it. And so, and again, the Devo stuff. So, really great time, Dave, uh, Jason. Thank you guys so much. Thank you to our sponsor promo show. We, like I said, over 150 suppliers uh, exhibiting, 500 distributors visiting every single day. Head over to promoshow.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. Now, join us back here tomorrow at six o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Daylight Standard Daylight. 
daylight standard time, six o'clock Eastern time, whatever that is. Uh, with me and Kirby Hossman, and we're going to be joined for unscripted live happy hour. We're going to be joined by one of the one and only two and only two Catherine and, only. and Mark Graham from Common Skew. So uh, we look forward to seeing you guys there. All Can right. we wish all the Canadians a lovely Victoria Day today? Yes, happy Victoria Day, Canadians. I now believe we'll they're it. celebrating the Queen today. Don't we celebrate the Queen every day? We do, yes. Speaking of that, I'm going to go listen to Freddie Mercury. All right, guys, we're out. Bye. Cheers.